if you could hear me this is sermon series from spotlight on the word you are welcome to today's sermon series we started this month by looking at um, a general theme which is the hand that made us is divine the hand that made us is divine we looked at god is and we looked at god made us we also came to look at um, he who builds all things is God or every house has a builder and he who builds all things is God. Today, by the grace of God, we are looking at he has been mindful of us. He has been mindful of us. That is the title for today's sermon. But before we go into the sermon, I would um, advise you or um, encourage you to share this sermon with many of your friends and any other person who may be in need of this sermon and i will encourage you to join spotlight on the web on many of our programs on our sunday live streaming whatsapp discussions on uh, saturdays we have bible pod on fridays as well and many other programs that we have and i will encourage you to also get hold of our journal and begin to read it has a lot of information for you but before we delve deep into today's topic i want us to take a quick break and then when we are back we will go into today's topic which is he has been mindful of us thank you Welcome back. We thank God for this wonderful day and for the opportunity to join us once again. He has been mindful of us. We look at our text from the book of Psalms 8, verse 4. When you begin to read from the verse 4, and then you see what uh, we are trying to talk about today. But let me help you by reminding you that Psalm 8 belongs to a group of Psalms that we refer to pre-Psalms. Pre-Psalms. So in this kind of Psalm, many of the things that were written were to praise God, talk about the sovereignty of God, and how God has the world under his control and all creation belonging to God. And so he starts by saying that, O oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. In verse 4, the writer says that, What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. All sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, that pass through the path of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the eight. 
I there is a song to this um, psalm, and uh, maybe another time we can talk about it. Yes, and so for this psalm, uh, we are praising God and for how excellent His glory is. And in this psalm, the psalmist asks the question that what is man that you are mindful of him? So the understanding is that when the psalmist considers very complex creation, things like the sun that we are told is a ball of burning gases, and when we think of planets which we are told are not being held by any ropes or any whatever, but some things we cannot see which are known as magnetic forces and all those kind of things. And if you look at the solar system and how the Earth is placed and at the right place or at the right location that we don't get scorched and, and, and bent up by the sun and we are also don't get moved away from the sun for us to uh, be frozen and all this. And you wonder all these things that, looking at all this complex creation, look at all these wonderful things that God has done. Yet, it is the only man that we read that, and the Lord said, let us create man in our own image. And it's not just God the Father, it's not just God the Son, it's not just the Holy Spirit, but the entire triune God, the Godhead, says, let us create man in our own image. According to the psalmist, what is, I mean, what is man that, Lord, you are mindful of him? And he goes on to say that, and the son of man that you visit him, for you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. And so from this very point in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, we see that God gave us a very important position. That no matter how complex the solar system may be, no matter how complex the other planetary bodies and celestial things may be, no matter how complex that some animals may function, and um, I would want to encourage you to follow uh, apologetic praise when it comes to what he call wonders of creation. Sometimes when you look at some of these insects, when you look at some of these animals, when you look at some of these uh, different different um, reptiles and insects, animals, and all those kind of things, and the way God has created them, and when you begin to dig deeper to see why should God make these animals in such a way, then you begin to see that indeed God is very, very wise. But you see how even magnificent all these insects, animals, and all those things may be. None of them hold any special position in the creation of God more than man. Man is the only creation or is the only part of the creation that God made in his own image. And so according to the psalmist, God has been mindful of us that even as little as we may see ourselves, God has been mindful of us and he has given us glory and honor. That is what I want us to remember. And in here, he's talking about entire creation or entire humanity. Yes, all human beings are created or were created in the image of God. Whether they worship God or they do not, whether they are Christians or they are not, the Bible says that humanity or mankind in general, God has been mindful of us and has created us in his own image. And that is what the psalmist is saying. He created us with glory and honor. This is what we have come to learn. He did not end there. He continued by letting us understand that 
God made us to have dominion over the works of his hands. In Genesis 1, 27 downwards. He says he has put all things under his feet. He mentions some of the things. And not these are not all the things God has put under our feet. God has put the sheep, the oxen, even the beasts of the field. And here, the beasts of the field is plural. So it could mean any other wild beast or any other thing. And that is why in the book of James, it tells us that we've been able to tame even so many things. The only thing we are having problem with most of the times is how to tame our tank. And so the fact is that even the dinosaurs, even the crocodiles, hippopotamus, all the wonderful things, all the scary animals that you could think of, man in one way or the other have been able to tame all these things. Why? Because God has put all these things under his feet. The birds of the air and the fish of the sea that pass through the paths of the sea. And... For all this creation, the oceans, even in the air, we've been able to manufacture things that could, I mean, uh, sustain us to move through all these um, different parts of the atmosphere. And that is how wonderful God is. We're able to do all these things because God has given us dominion. God has made us with glory and honor. And so, you have to always remember that God has been mindful of us god has been mindful of us when we say he has been mindful of us the word mindful of or the statement mindful of is a phrase yes the phrase mindful of could mean he's remembered us and it could also mean he is caring for us now there is one thing i've mentioned in all these sermons we've had which is on the theme the hand that made us is divine that the fact that it is god who created us Indeed, it is true or it follows that he is the one who has been caring for us, providing for us all along. And so whether you acknowledge it that there is a God <laughs> that exists, the truth is that because he made us, he cares for us. Whether you attend admin church or whether you are a Christian or whether you, you believe in Christ, you believe in the atoning sacrifice of Christ or not, the truth is that he has been caring for us. And he is the one who has made way for our redemption. When you begin to read the book of Genesis, from Genesis chapter 1 downwards, you begin to understand that after God created us, he loved us and put us in the garden. And here I use us because um, every human being who has ever existed, of course, descended from our great great grandparent, which is Adam and Eve. He put them in a garden. To care for them to take care of them and even when man sinned god didn't utterly cast us away yes he removed us from the garden of eden but god did not utterly cast man away from his sight god has always looked on man with affection with mercy and we are told that god continued to put together a plan in fact he has already devised a plan to save us when we move away from him we read in Ephesians chapter 1, that even God chose us from the foundation of the world. And which people am I talking about? Those who are going to obey God. And so God has already had this plan in place. How he was going to take care of us, even if we should move away from it, from him. When Adam and Eve rebelled, God continued to care for them. To the point that God continued to take care of even their descendants. To the point where man became very sinful. God wanted to save some, those who were obedient to him. 
talk to uh, uh, Noah to make an ark and through which many or uh, uh, about eight souls were saved. And these were the people who continually uh, populated the earth. God could have destroyed everything and said that everything is over. But he, re- uh, uh, he maintained some remnant and that is uh, Noah and his family. And through these people, today we have many other people on this earth. He did it and uh, he chose Abraham. And then through Abraham, God brought the nation Israel. Through Israel, we have Judah. And from Judah, our Lord Jesus Christ was born. In the book of Luke chapter 1, when we begin to read from the verse 7 and 8. Luke chapter 1. Um, sorry, when you begin to read from Luke chapter 1, you see um, Mary talking about the fact that God has been mindful of him, his, his maid servant and has made her or has um, raised her lowly state. And through Mary, we have Christ Jesus giving birth to. In Galatians chapter 4, verse 4, it says that at the right time, when the time was due, God sent his son Christ Jesus, who was born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law. These are all things that indicate that indicate that God has been mindful of us all this while. Even when we felt that God isn't there, the Bible says that God has been mindful of us. He has put all these plans in place. He has put all these things in place. And today, you and I can say that we are Christians because He's been mindful of us. And so if you are here today and you've not given your life to Christ Jesus, Know that indeed God is still mindful and is still waiting on you, giving the opportunity to, to become his son spiritually. And so today, I want to remind you, regardless of all the problems, the troubles, the things that you are going through, that sometimes you are tempted to think that, oh, I don't really think God sees what I'm going through. Please be rest assured that God has been mindful of us. Psalm 8 says that what this man that you are mindful of and the son of man that you visit him so god visit men or god visit mankind yes he visited mankind when he sent christ jesus to die for us even whilst we were yet sinners he visited mankind when he decided to save noah and his family so that we can continue to exist he visited mankind when he made the gospel available through Christ Jesus, that many took the gospel to many of us who were Gentiles, who were without God, alienated from God. And God continually visits us when we become Christian. He visits us through his word and he visits us through nature and many of the wonderful works that he, he, he does. Most of the time, God visits us through his providential care. There are things that we do not know how all these things play together. But in the end, all these things work together for our good because God is mindful of us and he visits us. Today, if you have forgotten your place, I want to remind you that God has been mindful of us and created us with glory and honor. And so if you haven't still given your life to Christ, I would encourage you that you do so. The Bible says, whilst we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. And today he is commanding us to repent of all our sins and first of all believe in Christ Jesus that indeed he is the way, the truth and the life and that no one can go to the Father except through him. By believing in him we surrender ourselves 
to his care and we entrust ourselves to him and by believing in him he commands us that we can't believe without obeying he says we should repent of all sins that we have committed and when we repent of all sins we should allow ourselves to be given to baptism where we are baptized for the remission of our sins and our sins are washed away from us but of course we can't get there if we do not confess indeed that Christ is the Son of the living God. Now this baptism puts us in the family of God, puts us in Christ Jesus. And we continue to be counted as members of God's household. And as we strive daily to live life that are worthy of His calling. In the end, when we are faithful, God would reward us with the crown of glory. This is the gospel of Christ. So beloved, no matter the situation you are going through, whether it is money issue, whether it is marriage issues, whether it is sickness or any problem at all, there is a song in our hymnal, which is the sacred selection, that says that does Jesus care? And the chorus says that yes, he cares. Jesus indeed is touched by our pain and the things that we go through. It says even when we are weary, we should be rest assured that Jesus cares. And most of the time, if we have such faith that indeed God cares, that alone is able to do away with most of our pain. Beloved, indeed, God is mindful of us. He has provided a way of redemption for us. He is the one who takes care of us, our daily provisions, our food, our how about forgiving us of all our sins that we commit? Being merciful to us that he does not destroy us the moment we sin. Indeed, God is mindful of us. I wouldn't want to extend this so much. It's just a short meeting that God indeed cares for us. So if you are here and you are a Christian, and what I mean is, you've been baptized in the name of Christ Jesus and has been added to the lost church. My point is that never should you think that God does not see the things that are happening to you or the things that we are going through. Even as you are struggling to remain faithful as a Christian, as a member of your church, today you are being reminded that God is mindful of you. God would care for you and God will remember you whichever situation that you are in. You may not see that yet, but always remember that God is mindful of us. And I'll end with this verse from Psalm 115 again, verse 12. It says, The Lord has been mindful of us. He would bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. He continues to say, May the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, who made heaven and earth. The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor any who go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Today, this is what I leave you with. That as a Christian, 
is he really talking about just the house of Israel as in old Israel which God worked with we are the new Israel in Christ Jesus and so as a Christian what the Bible is saying today to you is that the Lord has been mindful of us and he will bless us he will bless us the house of Israel or the new Israel he will bless us the house of Aaron he will bless us those who fear the Lord both small and great whether you were recent you recently became a Christian whether you've been a Christian for all this your time whether you are a small Christian or a great Christian the Bible says the Lord will bless you and the Lord will bless you if only you fear the Lord he continues to say may the Lord give you increase more and more you and your children may you be blessed by the Lord who made the heaven and the earth this is my prayer for you and I ask that if you are not yet a Christian this is also my prayer for you that indeed you give your life to Christ through baptism and become a Christian so that you would benefit from this and you will continue to benefit the fact that God is mindful of all humanity in general especially or in a very special way he's yet still mindful of those who have become his sons those who have become Christians those who have become learners and disciples of Christ Jesus this is our message for you today and as we bring the sermon to a close I want to remind you also this is the end of our theme for the month which is the hand that made us is defined if you want to go back in time and visit or revisit all these sermons you are free to do so and you, are, you can always get them on Swordlight on the Word sermon series which is on our Bible podcast or which on our podcast you can get us from Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor and all other platforms. May the Lord bless you for making time with us today and may you be blessed as you listen to this sermon. Bye.